This week's episode is dedicated to my friend Tom. On this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, we're going to talk about the news, roadblock results, our favourite reality show ever, Joey Lawrence's song, Nothing My Love Can't Fix, 10 Cloverfield Lane, An American Crime Story, Episode 7. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. More funny than the Republican voting results. Uh, here we are back again. It's another week. It's another digital citizen. Uh, let's say hi to the man, the uh, legend, the superstar, Luke. Hi, bro. Hi, everybody. Uh, you're the superstar. You're the legend. I'm yeah. I'm gonna be on superstars apparently. That's why I have superstars. <laughs> hey, I I think I I think if you trained for like maybe two three weeks, you could be in, on superstar because they put everything on there. <laughs> I haven't seen it in so long. I wouldn't. I don't even know, but I I can imagine. <laughs> Trust me, it's a shit program. <laughs> That's why nobody is watching it. But. Uh, the girl that should be inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame instead of uh, Jacqueline. Hello, Tilly. Hey, Fro. Hey, Luke. Hey, everyone. Uh, yeah, WWE Hall of Fame. I'm in. Do you have any like? Do you have any remembering of who Jacqueline is? No. Me neither. Oh, that's all right then. It's not just me. <laughs> I have no clue who she is. Okay. I was that's like, who? That makes me feel a bit better. But there are a lot of I, people I, that I don't know about. I grew up with her, I guess. Maybe that's okay. me. She was always uh, on WWE TV. And then, I mean, you might remember from TNA, uh, but I don't know. Nah. But, but, but uh, who was she? Like, in, in WWE history, look. Uh, she was always kind of like a sidekick, but she was uh, women's champion a few times. So. Okay. Yep. So it's okay that she goes into the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, I would say. I mean, they they need the female entrant that they they kind of have their set type of people they put in every year. Yeah. And one of those set things is uh, the female entrant, and then you have obviously the celebrity. 
So yeah. he's just a female person that's going in this year. So they needed to find somebody. I think is what it came down to. Yeah, I have no clue who she is, but uh, I'm like, I'm I was super confused. I was watching uh, um, the intro to her, and I was like, I. Is she the girl that was married to Booker T? And I, 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 I looked in the mirror and I said to myself, "You're being racist, bro." <laughs> yeah, they don't look anything alike either. Nope. And, and, yeah, I don't, I don't know what she looks like. I know what Carmella looks like. Charmella, what's her name? Queen Booker. <laughs> Queen Booker. I know yeah. what she looks like. I don't know what the other one looks like. Mm. Are you tired today, Joy? Uh, I'm very tired. Oh, um, uh, I've had a busy, busy few days. Uh, what did you do? Um, my cat has injured her paw. Uh, yeah, I saw that. The, so, someone was uh, darling and dro- drove you to the vet. Yes, well, thank you, James. He saved me. Yeah. Um, I thought the cat's paw was all right because it seemed to be sort of yeah. feeling all right and things, but she wasn't walking on it. Then I saw what I thought was glass in her foot. So rang the vets, they got me in as soon as they could, but then I had to get to the vets, and I've got no transport, don't drive, so luckily, just putting a thing out on Facebook, one of my friends was like, yep, I'm just around the corner anyway, and I'm going that way, so came and gave us a lift, and she was alright, it wasn't glass, it was just a fleck of paint that I thought was glass. (laughs) (laughs) Really hard to look at a cat's foot. (laughs) Uh, Did you feel a little stupid when... Yeah. When she's in, she's like, uh, that's paint. I, I totally did, because she scraped it off sort of in front of me with the tweezers, and I was like, oh, 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 okay. But it was a big cut anyway, so they're sort of, they're keeping an eye on it. I've got to keep the cat in, I've got to bathe her foot twice a day, and she doesn't like it. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, I'm really tired, and I've got to do litter trays again, because normally all my cats are outside toileters. But now this one has to stay inside, so yay! Yay! Tired Tilly. <laughs> Tired Tilly. Yeah. Aww. So if I start snoring, just sing really loudly or something. <laughs> uh, yes. You've got to be extra entertaining. Keep me awake. <laughs> we will talk about boring things all night. No. <laughs> no. Suddenly we're like. <laughs> Uh, well, we are going to start with something extremely uh, not boring. Uh, what about, uh, for example, uh, that uh, we in Norway have a mass suicider, uh, not suicider, mass murderer that's uh, trying to sue the Norwegian state for inhuman treatment. He killed how many people? Oh. I want to say 24. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was 26 in one place. Yeah. Like two or three in another. Yeah. Uh, kind of all at the same time, though. Oof, so many people. Uh, we eight people in a bomb attack and then 69 people yes. on a rampage at a youth labor camp. Yes. Uh, 69 people. And he's like, yeah, they don't treat me well. No, well, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. It's prison. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be hard. 
Oh, maybe you should think of that before you killed all those people. Yeah, that's that's hindsight for you, isn't it? You know. Yep, twenty twenty. <sighs> it's. But I didn't it, even know this guy existed. You'd have thought something as huge as that. I don't know how it slipped under my radar. Oh, it's it was on all news uh, outlets. Uh, have you heard about him before, Luke? Uh, I think you've mentioned him before. Yeah. I don't know, maybe even on the show, but uh, I still I've read a little bit up on it. I still don't understand why he did it, or maybe he doesn't. Nobody. Well, knows. nobody knows. Okay, but because he seems fairly, uh, he's not like crazy person. I mean, he is a crazy person, but he's <laughs> he's not like crazy to the point where he's uh, can't communicate with people no, or tell no. you what's going on. So he's sort uh, of a wannabe Hitler crazy. By the sounds yeah, of yeah exactly, exactly. Doing his Nazi salute as yep. his lawsuit opened. Yeah. So I, I used uh, yesterday and today to watch the trial and didn't do too much work. Uh, because I'm interested in, in this. Because, like, it, his, his explanations of inhuman, uh, inhuman, it's really hard to say, treatment is, for example, getting the same dinner twice. In a week. What? In a week? <gasps> Twice! <Whew. laughs> and he said that uh, uh, for people uh, from the eastern part of Norway, that is as hard as waterboarding. <laughs> is it? Yep. <laughs> Reality check. But... <sighs> How yeah, bad? I have the same dinner most twice a w- in one week most weeks I think so yep. yeah, most schools have the same dinner or choice of dinners every day mm-hmm. and that's the children mm-hmm. let alone the prisoners have the same thing every day pea and ham soup every day for every meal there you go no, but, it, but it, 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 it's, it's interesting that but I find it mildly interesting that uh, someone as bad shit crazy as this guy can, uh, can is, can actually have his time in court. That says something good about the court system. Like, even people that are as bad shit crazy as him can say something about his feelings, about how he was treated. I'm really proud of of uh, the way that the Norwegian system works. And it instantly sort of disproves his case as well. Yeah. I have no human rights, but I can bring this up in court. Right. But, well, you obviously do then. <laughs> well, he, 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 he said that he was not allowed to, uh, uh, for example, send uh, a mail that was uh, having... Um, racial slurs in it to other people to like uh, try to, them to get involved with uh, getting a network around him as him as the hero and and he was like yeah, I can't send people uh, mail to try to get a network around me Boo-hoo. Well, of course you can't you're in well, prison yes you... <sighs> <laughs> I don't know why this is my issue with this guy. 
I think, yeah. <laughs> considering the things he's done, yep. him coming and being in court isn't the worst. No. But it's, I think it's the most annoying. It's annoying, and it's also kind of... But, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I watched the court system in Norway, and I'm proud of living in Norway, because this this is getting uh, taking as serious as human possible. I mean, he, he he's talking about co- conditions that that can be real for people that uh, are uh, as excluded from having people as he needs to be. We're talking about uh, a man that can't see people because uh, if he sees t- people, he will try to recruit them to do bad things. So yeah. I, un- I understand that we need to take his case. But it's also, like you said, it's also kind of proving that he is wrong with actually having this case open. Yeah, and he's you know he's been surely being treated as a terrorist. Yes, and therefore you can't get in touch with people. You're not allowed to because that's how you right. work. If right. that's how you work, then I, mean, I find it ridiculous that anybody in prison. I know in prisons over here you can get on Facebook and stuff. I yeah, think he, that's he, he terrific. Can't, he, he can't do that. No, and I'm I'm extremely happy that we have so strict rules for him. Definitely. I'm 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 really proud of Norway because of this case because it proves yeah like I said it's it it's it proves that the system works. Well, uh, talking about uh, radicals uh, killing people. Um, what about this Buddhist monk uh, look? Yeah, so here in Oregon, I guess there was a guy. Uh, he's a Buddhist monk. Uh, Kazone Sampson, I guess is his name. I might be this Buddhist name. Uh, he, he, uh, he was out, out in town in this place called Hood River. And apparently a guy just saw him and he was in his, uh, his monk outfit, kind of robes and, uh, prayer beads and whatnot. And the guy came over and smashed the, uh, his door into his face because he was getting into his car and um, he was yelling at him about being a Muslim. So this guy did, thought that this Buddhist monk was a Muslim because he obviously had no idea about religion. That's the thing about racists. They are ignorant. <laughs> I mean, those two things are so complete, like, so opposite uh, and they don't look the same at all. Like oh, a Buddhist yes. monk... Stood next to a Muslim man would like are two completely different looking things, so it's it really silly. <sighs> it's really silly, but it does talk to the culture we have right now in America, I guess. Oh, you mean the culture that uh, elected uh, um, soon Trump to be president? <laughs> you mean that? Well, it's not looking great. This, this, <laughs> yeah. It's getting very scary. I was scared last week. And now I'm a bit petrified. <laughs> you mean the culture where 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 uh, uh, Marco Rubio uh, loses in Florida and um, uh, says, "Well, 
I don't yeah. want to be uh, with this anymore. And we said he's the only, only uh, small hope we have for someone nice to be the uh, captain. You mean that? Of the Republican side, at least. Of the yeah. Republican side? You mean that culture? Which, I, even that, I mean, Rubio is not that great. But uh, yeah. from that side, he's the best of the bad bunch. Uh-huh. Uh, and he dropped out. Uh, but a few days before that, he uh, disavowed. He didn't really. He was basically saying, like, I mean, this week Carson came out and endorsed Donald Trump. Yes. Uh, Christie has been, like, Trump's right hand man. From what I'm to understand, Carson has been offered a position in his cabinet already. Yay. And that's why he endorsed him. Um, so it kind of worked inside workings. Rubio has said he is still not sure whether he will back Donald Trump as the Republican candidate. I really hope uh, it's not going to do that. Obviously, it wouldn't be a huge blow to Donald Trump, but it is interesting that even the Repu- uh, or one of the Republicans is going, I can't back my own guy. This guy's insane, you know? In and of himself, uh, Rubio is not the most uh, level-headed of people, so... No, but still, it's it's better than Trump. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's got a. I don't. I can't think of anybody that would be worse. Adolf Hitler. Uh, I don't know. At least he was a vegetarian. He cared about. <laughs> he was <laughs> nice veg- about some. He he is he, he he wasn't a vegetarian. That's actually a myth. Oh well, he enjoyed the arts then. <laughs> Well, so he's got two good points. One of them wasn't true, but the other one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop sticking up for Hitler now. But at <laughs> least it looks like we're going to get, surely this means with it being essentially Trump versus uh, Hillary, doesn't that uh, I wouldn't say that. We're not. No? no. Oh. That's a big giant myth right now, in uh, especially in the mainstream media that Clinton, I mean, they've been saying Clinton's the guaranteed front runner before anybody even voted. <laughs> So you, you cannot uh, trust what they point. say. Uh, let's get delegates. into the results. We'll get into the result. Yeah, the super delegates. Uh, like we said in the past, it, it now it's been proven. New Hampshire, none of the super delegates have switched over, even though Bernie won New Hampshire. Uh, so they're going against their own constituents. It could still change by the time the convention comes around. Generally, that is when super delegates set up their vote is at the convention. Uh, this has just happened early because mostly because Hillary is the establishment uh, person that they're backing and they really, they don't want Bernie to win. It's pretty obvious that they're doing everything they can to stop him. So, uh, but let's get into the results real quick. Over the last week, we had dual, um, both Republican and Democratic Elections in Florida, Illinois, Missouri, North Carolina, the Northern Marianas Islands, uh, our favorite, Ohio. We had Republican uh, it, Republican elections in Guam and District of Columbia, which is inside Washington, D.C. It's basically where the capital is. Uh, uh, so we had 14 elections in eight different states. Uh, or I guess places, because District of Columbia, Guam, and Northern Marias aren't exactly states. What? Are you saying that Guam <laughs> is not the state of the United States? No. <laughs> Territory. Shock! Uh, Shock! I'm really shocked. <laughs> Ooh. So right now on the Democratic side, uh, 
this is why it's a big myth. If you look at the math, uh, you need 2,383 for the nomination. Clinton right now, pledged delegates, has 1,132. So she's halfway, only halfway to even getting to where she needs for the nomination. And Sanders is basically 300 behind her. And we still have 2,322 delegates available. All right. So uh, if if one state goes Bernie's way, he could get into the lead. One big state like California hmm. would put him in the lead. So um, and uh, uh, who's leading <clears throat> in California? As far as polls, mm-hmm. uh, polls are really. I mean, even Clinton at this point has said, has denounced polls as not being accurate. Um, so I have not looked at any California polls, but I know Bernie is doing well there and he's, uh, doing well in most of the upcoming states, actually. Uh, uh, California is one of the ones that Clinton does well in because she has a lot of supporters in LA and places like that. It's one of the places she goes for fundraising because she meets up with rich people and has parties, um, and does fundraising parties with rich people in California and New York, mostly, is where she gets a lot of her fundraising dollars. Makes uh, sense. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, the math is still there where Sanders could catch up really at any time. It's still really, really close race. And we'll there's still plenty crossed. of plenty of delegates available either way. Uh, there is definitely a mainstream media, media bias. This week... Mainstream media has made me so angry. It's just uh, like throwing things around, like "Oh my God, you're such liars! Why are you saying these things?" Kind of uh, weak for me in the mainstream media. But I guess moving on to the Republicans, uh, like we said, Rubio dropped out, so we only have three left. We got Trump with 661 delegates, Cruz 406, Kasich 142. Uh, Kasich won his. Would have been out, right? Yeah. But he won his own state, Ohio, Ohio which had surprise. a yeah, which was a <laughs> winner takes takes all, I believe, and yep. also uh, had a lot of delegates, so it bumped him up. But again, he's nowhere near no, either no, of the no, other no. two. No, no, no. Uh, we still have a thousand seventy nine delegates available here, and you need uh twelve twelve hundred thirty seven. So. Trump is over halfway right now. Yay! The one one thing is, uh, as far what I one of the reasons I thought uh, Rubio was staying in was yeah. the idea that if he doesn't get the hundred uh, or the thousand two hundred thirty-seven that you need for nomination, just due to the fact that there were enough other people in the race yeah. taking votes that he wouldn't get that many. Yeah. Uh, then you can have a contested uh, convention, yeah, which would allow them to split the votes between, I, say, I, Cruz, possibly yeah. giving, you know, getting Trump out of there. I'm I'm is. super surprised that uh, Rubio uh, went down. I was like, why? Right, because that was kind of the accepted strategy that yeah. everybody thought that Republicans were going with. Rubio drops out, and now it's kind of that whole strategy yeah. of rule. So. What was May- his reasoning for dropping out? Because he lost Florida, his home oh. state. Yeah, and oh. it was winner take all, and he, you know, it's a lot of money. 
you have to spend a lot of money to yeah. be a presidential candidate. So it's, 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 it, it's really weird uh, if you look at it, like uh, uh, a little. It's really weird. But uh, then again, uh, Tilly, did you know that uh, uh, Trump this week was attacked by a cucumber? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know by a cucumber, no. Yep. I'd heard about there's been protests and things. Yeah. But I didn't know that he was attacked. No, was it somebody dressed as a cucumber? Or yeah, no, a cucumber jumped on stage in at the. That's Ohio. not real. That's a video I made, bro. What? <laughs> yeah. I what? Made, I, just made, I made that video. That's not real. What? I made, I made a video and si- we were joking. We were watching uh, one of the. I, no, it wasn't Face Slam. It was last uh, roadblock. <laughs> Mental block. Uh, it was right. that we were, roadblock. We were, we were watching Roadblock on yeah. Skype, and we uh, were watching the video of the man trying to jump on stage at the Ohio rally uh, <laughs> after Chicago, which we'll talk about in a second. But he, uh, Trump, kind of does this jump jump take when he when he hears the guy coming up behind him, and it he looks turns around and sees, like and then cats. right, it looks just like you know, cucumbers scaring cats. So I put the video and I just superimposed, keyed in a cucumber into the video. Instead of the map. <laughs> Can you please post that video? At please the post page? it. Yeah, I'll post it underneath this episode. Yeah. Right under, I know, um, I know uh, the, our the Trump video page. you mean. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it's been, uh, I think the biggest news of the week really was the Chicago rally. Uh, getting shut down by the protesters. Uh, did you guys see any about this in your countries? No. No. But I watch I watch uh, Fox News, as you know. So there was a lot. Well, I mean, they would they talked every. It was all over every news channel for like three days. So I don't know how you would have missed it if you were watching uh, on those days. Uh, Basically, uh, they went. Uh, there was going to be a rally in, in Chicago. Uh, one of the things that nobody's saying on the mainstream media, uh, there had been a protest scheduled for this for months before this before this took place. Um, that the school that it was out at knew that they were setting up for a protest. Uh, so they, it was a massive arena, basically a basketball arena, um, 25,000 people, and half of these people that showed up were against Trump, and the other half weren't. They were there for Trump. So it was a full, almost a full arena, half and half. Uh, Trump got wind of this and decided not to show up. He shut down the event, told everybody to go home, and at that point... Uh, from the anti-Trump side, they started chant- started chanting things. They started chanting, uh, we stop Trump. And uh, a bunch of, it was a large constituents of his- uh, Hispanic uh, groups, uh, student groups, uh, Black Lives Matter groups, and different uh, liberal uh, college groups that were basically took over this whole thing and shut it down. Uh, once they started chanting things, uh, the Trump supporters took 
didn't like that really. They started to get mad, and then one of the protesters tried to take the stage to get on the microphone, and then everything hit the fan. All, like there were fights, uh, fist fights all over. Uh, Ten thousand people just freaking out, attacking each other. Um, Which Trump eventually uh, he's encouraged it as well, hasn't he? Yes. Right. I mean, a lot it, at in this the point, past. Uh, it was kind of just building. I think everybody knew that something like this was going to happen eventually. Yeah. Uh, Chicago has been known for protests, especially in the last bunch of months, um, over uh, police shootings and the, co- the, the what they believe to be a cover-up by the mayor of the city. Uh, there's been protests for months about the mayor. And so when uh, Trump earlier in the day went to St. Louis uh, and right outside of St. Louis is where Ferguson, Missouri is. So uh, there were already a big protest there. And once uh, Chicago came around, which was basically just as big of a protest town, uh, Trump knew that there wasn't going to, it was going to be bad. So he backed out. Uh, but that didn't stop people from basically going completely haywire. Uh, it got shut down, and uh, after that, Trump blamed Bernie because one of the chants that these people were chanting was Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, they were also chanting Black Lives Matter chants. They were chanting. Uh, they were actually chanting. Um, Sam Punk Mexican <laughs> so- soccer chants. Not Sam Punk. Not Sam uh, yeah. it, The funny thing is, it, go to my my Facebook page and watch the video of the chants, and it reminds me of a wrestling crowd. They're chanting yeah. these things, and it's like, this is Chicago. Yeah, this they the always for doing this stuff. They in, always in chant Sam Punk. I just want everybody who out out there who complains about wrestling crowds like Chicago, go watch uh, the video of this Trump rally where this crowd is chanting, and, and it's not just a wrestling thing. It's not, this is a city or maybe just uh, the way the country is right now uh, thing. That's why crowds don't like certain things and they'll be vocal about it, is because that's just how um, the landscape of America is right now, kind of. Oh, if and that makes people, sense. the angrier they get, the more vocal they get. It might not be about the right thing. But it does tend to come out. You'll see crowds and crowds getting angrier and angrier at things. And there's more, well, more protests turning into riots, essentially. But, uh, Tilly, I know why you are tired. The real reason you're tired. It's because you can't eat biscuits. It's the biscuit shortage. It you is. found my shame. That's how I survive every day, is biscuits. <laughs> so, why are you missing biscuits? Well, if I'm honest, I don't tend to eat McVitie's biscuits, but a lot of Brits do. And um, they've had a big flood in their main factory that's um, caused lots and lots of problems. And I think we've had to get them flown over. <laughs> it's, from, it's from somewhere really far away. Dubai. From Dubai. Dubai. <laughs> two jetliners full of biscuits yep. from Dubai to England so you can have your fucking tea. Yeah, and I'm assuming they go into the factories as well, because the factories in the UK will be the main distribution points too. So I bet they turn up and 
those biscuits go into the factories and then get sent out again. Because Dubai is really known for, for biscuits. That's that's the first thing I think of when people say Dubai. Uh, that's what you do. You fly out, uh, well, you get I, I, there, get a biscuit. <laughs> I was just thinking that I was picturing like this giant warehouse that's like made of gold that's just filled with... <laughs> Biscuits. <laughs> and then right in the middle, there's like some diamond studded cars, but mostly just all giant biscuits. Yeah. All, all biscuits. They've been hoarding all the biscuits, just waiting for the day when England can't, doesn't have their biscuits. <laughs> well, we'll make our money back. To be fair, the fact that the, um, it's a flood that's ruined it, they've just got a lot of soggy biscuits now. Yeah. I just I found that quite ironic, <laughs> especially like here. You can, we can deal with wet. Yeah. Wet's fine. Deal with wet. It shouldn't have stopped the biscuits. What are you on about? Put some wellies on. You're fine. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, you watched anything on TV this week? Uh, Luke. Let's start with him this week. Uh, yeah. Uh, new episode of Geordie Shore yesterday, because I watched that, because I'm <laughs> terrible. <laughs> uh, actually, I was watching the news, like I said, ma- basically all week because of this whole um, protest uh, at the rally, because it was pretty gigantic. And guess who was defending Trump on the news? Hmm. Guess who's... It has to do with uh, the O.J. Simpson show we are watching. That's good. That's Ooh, good. Johnny Cochran is dead. Is dead. <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> no, it was Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, oh. Defending Donald Trump. Saying oh. uh, oh. that, that Donald Trump didn't that. incite any of this violence or any anything like that. I That's saw that, and I thought I recognized the voice. And I was like, no, that can't be. That would be too weird. His voice sounded a bit different to me from the audiobook, but obviously uh, on the news and being in the studio reading an audiobook, your your voice is going to sound different. Yeah. So. And then the last show I watched was uh, Aliens, which is a British TV show. And which it's came out really good. Week. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's a comedy... Yeah. Uh, sci-fi drama. It's funny. Um, I've seen the adverts about... for it. I've nearly watched it loads of times and then sort of ended it's up watching. On, it was the second episode yesterday, I believe. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So it's brand new. And it's basically about... Uh, it's like set now, but if 40 years ago aliens had crashed in, in the UK and these aliens... Uh, We've banned them into this uh, giant walled city because their hair is like a drug to humans that humans can smoke. So their hair has become an illicit substance that is basically like underground trafficked. So it's pretty. It's and it's a comedy, so it's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's brilliant. It's a good show. I really enjoy it. And doesn't he look like Jake Gyllenhaal? It's, bro. He, he looks just He is the British like, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. They're like brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely watch it then. I kept seeing it on the um, four... What's it called? All four player or something? For Channel 4 anyway. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's been advertised a lot, but I didn't know whether... It's one of those. It was either going to be really good or awful. But uh, if it's worth checking out, I'll have a watch. Yes, do that. Uh, I watched... Eight out of ten cats. Yay. For, for the first time in my life. And I saw the normal show and I saw Dust Countdown. 
Have uh, you seen Normal Countdown? No. Oh, right, okay. Uh, I have a question for you, Tilly. Okay. What, who of those two shows do you think I like the most? Mm. Because I, I will tell you what Dan said I was going to like first, and he was right. Because Dan recommended 8 out of 10 cats for me, and and he says, but see this, because this is best. Okay. See, I, I prefer um, the countdown one. He does as well. Because it's, uh, it's... I don't know, I think because it's countdown as well. Yeah. Because that's an original game show anyway. But, uh, yeah. So what that's... did you think? Does Countdown is the best? Yeah. I I don't like I don't like the normal eight out of ten cats to be honest. How come? Uh, not my cup of tea. Okay. Uh, it's just not my cup of tea. But uh, I love word games and I I love math games and I I think it's it's so funny. Especially I uh, I love I love the hostess that's really good at math. Rachel. Uh, Rachel. We She's love Rachel. She's really cute, and I love uh, the word girl as well. Susie Dent. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for... See, I used to watch a lot of normal Countdown before mm-hmm. 8 out of 10 cats started doing Countdown, because it's a middle of the daytime, lots of old people watch it kind of game show. Okay. So when 8 out of 10 cats did it, it was for... A, they had like a, a mashup where lots of different TV shows swapped. So 8 out of 10 cats did Countdown, and the Countdown staff did 8 out of 10 cats. And there were different people turning up on the wrong soap operas and things like that. Oh. All for, it was some kind of charity thing, whether it was Ooh. obviously not sport relief, comic relief maybe, or some, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. And yeah, it sort of, it took off, because it was, obviously it's cruder and ruder and more adult. Yeah. Without being for the IAPs. <laughs> and this week's episode of Strange uh, uh, Sex was also incredibly hard to watch. It was. The uh, Stacey Dooley. Sex in Sex Strange, strange place. Places. And, yeah. and they were at, uh, in, in uh, Brazil this week. Yeah. That, I actually, I had that on when Dick came round. And I think I ended up, I don't think we watched it all, because he was a bit culture shocked. Yeah. Because it's sort of, you know, guys standing there talking about sleeping with uh, transsexual... I did not know that uh, Brazil had such a uh, transsexual reputation, to be honest. Oh. See, I've I've heard a lot (laughs) about Brazilian, like, ladyboys and things. Right. Um, Very popular. And there's a lot of, um, like loads of the twerking videos that went viral a couple of yeah. years ago. There's a lot of Brazilian men twerking better than the girls in sort of speedos and things with things tucked away so you can't tell that they're there. <laughs> so have you watched anything else? Um, I've been watching Cuckoo with Greg Davis on uh, BBC. I need to see that. Yes. The first series is amazing. It's got Andy Samberg in it, but he went on to Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Cuckoo changed a lot because he did play Cuckoo. Right. And season two, they had to sort of rewrite it a bit where Cuckoo was killed off and... That's funny. A guy, another guy turns up. But it's okay. it's worth it. 
now. We're in the third series, and they've uh, they've managed to wake, make it work without Andy Samberg. So it's definitely, Greg Davis is brilliant. So worth a watch. Cool. Uh, another thing, Taylor. This week, uh, did you hate Luke this week? Uh, kind of, but then I kind of enjoyed bopping around in an ironic sort of dancey Fresh Prince Peter Andre kind of way. (laughs) (laughs) If if you like uh, sexism and racism mixed in with it, then yeah. Yeah, all at the same time. Remind us uh, what you chose, uh, Luke. So yeah, this week for Music Massacre, my my pick was Nothing My Love Can't Fix by Joy Lawrence. This is uh came out February 9th, 1993. Uh it was number 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 uh, that week. It got to number 10 on the Billboard Top 40 mainstream. Wow. And it got to number six on the Billboard Hot Airplay chart. Wow. So it did pretty well in America because we're terrible, apparently. Uh-huh. Did it go anywhere else? Uh, let's see. Uh, 13 in the UK uh, charts and number uh. 68 in Australia. <laughs> You're going to say he sold 13 copies in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the song was featured in the film Cop and a Half, which I remember. I don't remember. know if you guys remember that. Nope. Uh, no, but I'm imagining... It's, little, it's about a little kid who uh, loves police uh, and ends up saving a police officer, and they make him an honorary cop. Oh, sounds terrific. I remember it from when I was a kid. It's really terrible. Uh, <laughs> sounds like uh, But awesome. here's the... But, one of the best things, Joey Lawrence actually re- was one of the writers of this song, as well as uh, Alexandria Forbes and Eric Beale. So it took three people to write this song, including Joey including Lawrence. So <laughs> Glad they took their time. Yeah, cheers, guys. Great collaboration there. Yep. Well, I'm sure I've danced to this song at some disco somewhere. Oh, yeah. Like, as a kid, I can... I can really imagine it, and I can yeah, really yeah. imagine that I loved doing it at the time. <laughs> I don't know. That Maybe. rock at the end, though. Right. The part in the middle where it's obviously not him singing, he's all, let's break it, and it's like some <laughs> other person talking. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that's the bit that Joey Lawrence wrote. He wrote that, I can't do this bit, you need to do this bit. <laughs> it's so on the video as well I, I understand the awful fake graffiti and everything why did they have him in a gyro ball yes why what, that, with the camera in front of him like he looks really sexy going uh, round huh? at all different angles uh, huh? no, just no. My, my favourite part of, of it is the football scene and I'm just watching them I'm like that's not how football works that's not how you play football you don't just one person on everybody else, and then you just run down the beach like after each other. That's not how football is played. Uh, you mean hand egg, <laughs> right? Yes, that is more accurate. Yes, because football is played with your foot. Yeah, it's uh, 
what we call football is football. No, of course it is. Because <laughs> we are right. Yeah. Yay. High yeah. five, Tell Boop. Boop. Uh, but Tell you need to give uh, Luke some uh, numbers. Some numbers? Yes. What did you think about this song? Ah, yes. That really confused me then. It's like, numbers? What numbers? What are you on about? There wasn't a sum. I think this one, to be honest, I've heard a lot worse. Yeah. I could imagine this accidentally coming on, because I've, I've listened to it on my uh, iPad. I can imagine it accidentally coming on when something's on random or shuffle or something, and yeah. it's staying on. Okay. But that being said, I've got some atrocious other things as well. I think it's still... It's it's a seven and a half. Yeah. It's still gross, but I could maybe get away with it. It's possible. <laughs> uh, do you know what? We actually agree uh, on something this week. I, 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 I'm also giving it uh, a seven and a half. It's not the worst thing ever to happen to music, but it's not far behind. And that music video is atrocious. Yeah. Really yeah. atrocious. atrocious. The, video, the lip sync was completely out as well when I watched <laughs> it on YouTube. <laughs> really didn't look like him singing. So, um, I didn't want to do... Uh, yeah, so what did you think to think about that look? Seven and a half from both? Uh, yeah, that's pretty... I mean, I would say it's worse than that, but... Uh, it's... It, yeah, I can see how in a poppy kind of way you could you could listen to it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, imagine if you're drunk in some bar that's full of loads of teenagers that haven't got a clue and they're playing lots of things ironically but they're all loving it. I can see that coming on and anybody that recognizes it going ha, ha, and if you're just drunk enough you'll go and dance. <laughs> if you really listen to the message of the song, it's the most one of the most sexist songs I've ever heard. It's that, basically, to be honest, I was taken away by the uh, video, so I didn't listen that deeply. Oh, okay. It, it's ba- it, it, in the name of the title, it kind of says it, Nothing My Love Can't Fix, is basically about a song. Uh, he's talking to a girl and saying, you know, your life may be crap, but if you hook up with me, everything's going to be okay, is what the song is. <laughs> what uh, if we go sleep together, ever. everything will be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just what every man says. Big exactly. <laughs> <laughs> me, I'll fix it. <laughs> oh. So uh, that means it's my time again. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> you ha- you're the best at this game. No, I'm uh, not. Do we? What are the scores so far? We should go over the scores so far. Oh yeah. Uh, if I put my two together, I have a uh, fifteen. Yeah. Um. Oh, I see, I'd have to go back to my there. notes real quick, but... <laughs> Paper! <laughs> I believe, uh, la- was it last week was Tilly? Yep. Yes. And I so got, you got a 6.5 and a 7.5. Yeah, so you have a 14, and Fro had a 7.5 and an 8. So Fro has a 15 and a half. So pretty close. Yeah. Right now, everybody. So... I did not want to move too far away from Romania. Uh, Actually, I didn't want to move that much at all. Because I want to move to Moldova. 
And Moldova is and uh, I'm 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 real I'm 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 sitting here smiling because I know what uh, I'm I chosen. And uh, look, have you heard of the Moldovian pop uh, group Ozone? Uh, no, I, I was ready to say no once you started saying the Moldovian pop group. So <laughs> no Ozone because they sung in Romanian. And they have uh, a song that you maybe have heard of called Dragos Din Tay. Have, <gasps> <laughs> have you heard about this song, Luke? As soon as nope. you said Ozone, I knew what it was. <laughs> That's really bad. Well, Luke, I... You're going to have to link me something to it, I guess. I'm going to link name, you hasn't now. It? Hasn't it got like a little brackets oh. at the end of the song? Or was that just for over here? No, I'm ah. sorry. This is in Romanian. Yeah, so um, enjoy Dragostit uh, Okay. Yep, that is my choice. <laughs> yes, bro. Have I picked a, a good one? You have. I actually thought of this <laughs> when I was uh, going through my brain of oh, all the things that came out when I was a this was early teenager. This was so on my list. <laughs> I learned the words to it, but didn't don't know any of the words to it because I don't speak any of the language. So yeah. I did that. You know that uh, woman in the Philippines that did "Can't Live" or "Living with if, Without yeah. You" by Mariah Carey and sang Ken Lee. I do like a British version of that with this song. Now the lyrics in English is You want to leave me but don't know, want to take me You don't want to take me uh, Don't want to, t- to to take me Your face and you, uh, the love from linden trees Remind me of your eyes And I'm not fucking kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've known oh. that song for so long and had no idea what they were on about It's, uh, now. it's, it's awesome Awesome! Best song ever. <laughs> Ironic, by the way. Um, yeah, so enjoy that look. Alright, looking forward to it. Are you? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Are you really in- looking forward to it? Uh, yeah, it's nice to <laughs> not know what I'm getting into. So, uh, Yes, I, I guess that that's the thing. Um... Have you... Uh, yeah. So, now we're going to talk about our main topic of discussion today. We are going to do a bracket of our favorite reality show ever. Woohoo! It's totally reals. Yeah, uh, so explain again to the listeners with goldfish memory how this works, uh, Luke. Right, so we each picked four... Of our favorite um, reality shows, uh, and I took them, uh, wrote them, wrote them on a piece of paper. Each put them all in a hat, mixed them up, uh, picked them out one by one, put them in a bracket, a twelve show bracket, one on one, and uh, we're gonna whittle them down and try to get uh, our number one favorite uh, show. Uh, reality show for another digital. Whoa! 
What's another happened there? What? Another what? <laughs> another digital another citizen. Another digital citizen. Did <laughs> yeah. I come out? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <Sorry>. Another. <laughs> I was like, okay, is he going to say it soon? <laughs> we love Skype. Skype's the best. Oh, it totally is. Another. <laughs> <laughs> Just another one. Another one bites dust. Oh, another one bites. Dust. Okay, so uh, we are doing uh, our favorite podcast, and since this is drawn from a hat, somehow of uh, the ch- uh, podcasts, uh, uh, no, <laughs> some some of the reality shows. Reality yeah. shows. Sorry, this is the podcast for. <laughs> I'm tired as well. Um, um, is uh, uh, put uh, together that was chosen by our, our, ourselves. You will see what I mean with the f- first pick. Because it's Mythbusters, uh, that was my pick, going against Keeping Up With The K- Kardashians. Uh, that also was my pick. Which, yeah, last time we had, Tilly had two shows that went up against each other. So this isn't new. No. It's just yeah. new for you. Yeah. See, it's hard for having to choose between your own... Yeah. But I'm going to explain what Mythbusters is, because maybe people have been behind the rock and haven't seen an episode of Mythbusters. It could See? be. They, the other they one I have a seen. beef with the Discovery Channel, possibly, and then just <laughs> don't ever watch it. Yeah, never ever seen it. Well, it too, it's two guys, mainly, um, that uh, looks for myths that uh, can be tested. And they tested, and it's just had its last episode after 20, 20 uh, seasons. Oh, I didn't know it was finished. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, and I saw it. It was a very sad episode. And I, then they did an I, after special yep. where, like, one of them actually cried. Yep, during and I, cr- so. I cried as well, so. I mean, when I got my first apartment, um, when I first moved out, I got my first apartment, and uh, Mythbusters was, like, on, like, the very first season when I first got cable. So it was, like, the first show I saw when I had my first cable box. So it was it was very sentimental for me, I guess. Yeah. Aww. As well. I, I love, I've seen Mythbusters since uh, season one, and I loved every single episode. Yep, agreed, as well. Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians on the other side is uh, uh, for other people that has been behind the rock. See, this is the one I haven't seen. You haven't seen Keeping Up with the Kardashians? No, why, why would I? Because it's terrible. It's 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 one of the worst. Why is it on this? Be- be- uh, when I say it's one of the worst uh <laughs> Reality I was ever. confused at, as to why Fro picked this one. I was like, that's not going to win, Fro. No, <laughs> it's but a it's, very smart pick. I, I, I don't care if it's a small pay, uh, smart pick. Right. But it, it's my personal, one of my personal favorites. It's, oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of, it's your, it, it's my equivalent to that motor show that we both love. Street. Street Outlaws. Right. Street Outlaws, yeah. So I would I, say... Uh, this is my guilty show, pleasure show. I, what was the other show I told you to watch this week? I'd say that's more equivalent to it. Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't seen that, by the way. You I haven't watched it yet? Okay, nope. we'll talk about it next week, hopefully. Yep. But uh, keeping up with the Kardashians, for people that have been behind the rock and don't know who the Kardashians are, 
they met, they married, uh, they are famous because of the OJ trial. So it kind of fits into the podcast, strangely. Uh, and the sex tape, I guess. Yes. Because um, they kind of fell off the radar and then she had the sex tape. And and, and one of them uh, is married to Connor West, so I guess that's... I love the controversy, controversy this week uh, with, or was it last week, with uh, Kim Kardashian putting a naked photo on Twitter or Instagram, something. Yep. She has a sex tape. <laughs> People are like, how dare you be more classy, young lady. She's had a baby now, though, hasn't she? Yeah. I, so okay. You're a mother now. Nobody tape. wants to see that. <laughs> Once the kid grows up, that sex tape's still going to be out there. So, But it was pre-baby body. So it's... Um, People care about this thing. I don't know why. Okay. So it's Mythbusters against keeping up with the Kardashians. I guess I will let Luke go first. Uh, I'm definitely going Mythbusters. Taylor? Mythbusters. Yeah. I'm just going to say keeping up with the Kardashians for being controversial. <laughs> uh, so now it's another show that I picked Big Brother United States Against uh, Rob and Big One of uh, uh, Luke's My picks show. I yep. love this show Rob and Big What is Rob and Big? Luke will oh, tell I you guess I'll really first. soon uh, <laughs> So it's about Rob Deerdeck uh, Who is a professional skateboarder And entrepreneur I'd say he's more of an entrepreneur Yes uh, And he is a professional skateboarder, but he does a lot more of the entrepreneurial side of things now. Yeah. Uh, and less of the professional skateboarding side of things. Uh, <laughs> and big and this was an early show of his, uh, and it w- is about him and his bodyguard, Big, who is like <laughs> a 400-pound so African-American good. security guard who follows him around to skate spots and is used to distract police so that they can skate places and gets this house and he gets a mini horse and a pig and they have their crazy dog and their crazy family and it's just a really good show so it's really it's really good the second one is uh, big brother uh, united states uh, edition uh, people are trapped in a house for a hundred days and the one that's voted uh the least out wins a million dollars. Right. And I guess the difference, uh, maybe describe the difference between U.S. and U.K. Yeah. Have you seen the U.S. version, Tilly? I've not, no. I've seen the U.K. one, but not the U.S. one. Yeah. In the U.K., people vote. In U.S., it's the people that are inside Big Brother, that one. Okay, that was a bad description. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you! Big Brother UK. Fuck you! The, the <laughs> UK public vote uh, the people out, and then US version is more of a game show where they, they the people the people in the house vote the people out, but they also have uh, something called uh, head of household who nominates everybody, and it's very much more set up like a game show than the UK yes. version. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, do you want to go first? Mm, well, I've not seen either of these, but if I was going to watch either of them, which is how I'll do this, I'd watch Robin Big. Okay. Because Big Brother, 
even if it's more game showy, I, I can't be bothered with any of it anymore. Just watching people while they live. Uh, I'm going second then, uh, because my pick is Big Brother. So Luke is going to have the decided vote. Hmm. Deciding vote. It's a hard one for me, actually, because I like both. Um, but I guess I'll go Robin Big, because yeah. I think it's more... Uh, well-rounded show. Okay. Yep. Uh, then we have uh, Idiot Abroad. Is that your pick, uh, Tilly? Uh, no, that's me. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My Cat from Hell is your pick. That's Hold me. On. Tell um, me a little about My Cat from Hell. Basically, My Cat from Hell follows Jackson Galaxy, who's a cat behaviorist. Um... <laughs> who goes to visit two different households in each episode. And they're basically, they've got cats that aren't acting the way they want them to. They're attacking people or attacking other cats or ripping up things or peeing everywhere. There's a lot of peeing everywhere. But Jackson sort of comes in, teaches them how to understand their cats and read their cats' body language and treat them and things and sort of restores balance. And he's got... Brilliant ideas, considering I've got four cats, you know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of information from him. And he's got wacky hair. Oh, <laughs> such a wacky hair. Yeah, he's not what you expect when you think cat behaviourist. <laughs> Definitely not. He's, he, calls, he says he's a musician um, at night, but by day he uh, sorts out cat's behaviour. and goes around with a big guitar case full of cat toys and nibbles and things. Look, uh, describe... An idiot abroad. Right. So an idiot abroad is basically, in a in a nutshell, a travel show, but it is more about a real person traveling than somebody who is a travel expert traveling. And it's Ricky Gervais sending Carl Pilkington around the world against his will, basically, sending him to do things he doesn't want to do, and um, you get to enjoy his misery, kind of, in a way. Uh, and he has a lot of weird insights. Uh, this was the show previous to his other show, which we reviewed on the show, on ADC earlier. Yes. The, me- the moaning it. of life. Right, the moaning of life there. Yes. I couldn't remember it. Yeah. Uh, tell me. This one's really, really, really hard. Because I love my cat from hell. I watch it all the time and, you know, adore it. But nothing's better than an idiot abroad. I can't I can't vote against it, even though it wasn't even my pick, which has annoyed me slightly. So I'm <laughs> saying an idiot abroad. Well done, Luke. Uh, look. Uh, I guess, yeah, I'll go idiot abroad as well. Yep. Then it's yep. all three on an idiot abroad. I'm not even going to be controversial. And pretend that I like uh, my cats from hell. <laughs> it was kind of a groundbreaking show when you think about it. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, changed uh, reality, sh- uh, not, uh, travel reality shows, definitely different than anything else. Oh, yeah. Then uh, we have two shows that uh, Tilly said Dance Moms <laughs> against Jock Rinder. This is going to be super hard. I know already. Uh, tell me a little about Dance Moms, Italy. Dance Moms is a series about 
some children who go attend this dance school, the Abbey Lee Mid- Miller Dance Academy. Abby Lee's this very big, fat, shouty woman that's tough on everybody, and she's just she's seen as a bitch, but she gets results. Um, the reason it's called Dance Moms is because behind every good dancer is a mum sometimes pushing their child to do things and other times just being there and helping. But mostly they sit around bitching. And, yeah, you sit and watch them have arguments and bitch and stuff and then get children dancing beautifully and winning competitions. It takes me back to being, like, 12. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of why I like it. And also Maddie Ziegler, who's, I'm sure she's already a star, but she'll be an even bigger star as she grows up. She's come from there, and you've sort of watched her grow from when she was about nine and was a fabulous dancer. And now she's dancing in videos with Sia and on the Grammys and things like that. Nice that. And explain to people that are not British what Judge Rinder is. <laughs> Judge Rinder is... Well, I think you should you, explain Judge Rinder. Do you know what I called him? I called him the gay um, uh, Judge Duty. That That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, hmm. he's... Um, yeah, he's never actually openly said that he's gay on Judge Rinder, but it's very, no. very obvious. It's very apparent that he is. Yep. And he's... He's a flamboyant judge, as you say, very much like Judge Judy, <laughs> but he's British. He was a barrister for years. Oh, he and he's so funny. He, he is. He's got a sense of humour, and he likes... He doesn't like people lying, but he likes catching people out when they're lying. Yes. And that's just Are you brilliant. telling porcupines? Yeah. <laughs> and what do we call it when somebody isn't telling the truth? Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 what is it? Sorry, what, what's that word? <laughs> uh, a, li- a liar! A liar! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Judge Rinder, I love, I love, I love him. Me too. Yeah, I watched a little bit of this uh, online, uh, what I could find of it, uh, just for the show. Mm-hmm. And when I went into it, Fro said it was not like Judge Judy. It's pretty much like Judge Judy. Yeah, it's so. the same exact setup, same it's studio setup, courtroom, same everything. But Judge he's... Rinder is more cool and hip. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, all right. Okay. If you would have said that about it, then I could have. But I thought I was going into something different. I oh. thought I was going to get, like, some crazy, like, uh, show where they slime them at the end of the no, trial no, or no. something like that. No, no. Yeah, okay. Although, if you'd seen the advert for Judge Rinder, that is phenomenal. Nothing like the show. It's him and his assistant, the clerk, Michelle, doing, oh. uh, I think it's either a tango or a pasodoble. Yes, a pasodoble. So what? It's my favourite dance. I know. <laughs> what, what, what's that got to do with it? I get the I symbolism and stuff, but it was just like, okay, so they wanted to learn a dance. They couldn't get on Strictly Come Dancing, so they did an advert. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to vote for Judge Rinder. Uh, uh, Taylor. Uh, dance Moms. Ooh, Lucas the deciding uh, vote. I didn't want to do it, because I... I don't really like either of these shows that much. Um, that's not a good thing for me to decide from. Uh, I guess I'm going to go with Judge Rinder because Dance Moms is just that horrible. <laughs> it just creeps me out a little bit, and I think Judge Rinder doesn't creep me out. So I think I'm going to go with as an adult man, it factor. should creep you out. So that's that's fine. I can yeah. take the defeat. Okay. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> Judge Rinder. 
then we have uh, your pick, Luke, American Gladiators, against your pick, uh, Tilly, uh, Jeremy Kyle. Tell us a little about American Gladiators, uh, Luke. Right, so I, I'm specifically talking about the original version. So I'm yes, not the best counting one. the, the best Hulk Hogan one. version no. uh, in Shit this. It, yeah, that didn't count. With <sighs> Wolf in it, and Matt Morgan. Yep. I know. Um, so yeah, it's a show, it's a contest uh, show uh, where uh, people are pitted against, normal people are pitted against Jacked up monkeys, basically. <laughs> <laughs> they basically take these big, huge steroid uh, freaks and put normal people in physical contests with them. Uh, some of my favorite stuff was from when they did the rope swing. Was the, oh, I think it was the contest. Yes. And the one I th- think they stopped doing it after a few seasons because one guy had like uh, multiple ribs broken. But they would basically swing across, and it was like chicken, except on two swinging ropes. And, uh, yeah, you can see how that could go badly very quick. Yup. That could be go badly really quick. Really good show. What's Jeremy Kyle, uh, Dylan? Jeremy Kyle is a conflict resolution show. Um, like Jerry Springer, but without the encouraging of fighting. They discourage it, and the people, they air their grievances. You get to see the the bottom of the barrel of the UK and what, you know, the council estates and things are like, because this is the people that are in them. Yeah, and sometimes (laughs) Um, there's uh, no fighting at all. Sometimes it's a lot of crying. So, Uh, yeah, sometimes there's a lot of crying or disabled mm. children, and he's giving them loads of presents and things. He has famous people coming on as well. He had um, Amy Winehouse's... Husband, ex-husband, yes, ex-husband, and um, what's the name? The other, the glamour model that isn't Katie Price, Jodie Summer. But yeah, okay. yeah, he does a lot of. These people are arguing. The families have been feuding. He gets them to shout it out and then gives them some counselling. <laughs> <laughs> do they ever do paternity tests on the show? Yes, all the time. All the There's time. There's a DNA every day. There's lie detector tests. Yes. There's, um, you know, they, they sort people out with rehab as well. I yeah. suppose it's kind of like Maury. Yeah, I was going to say it. it. One thing, I watched a bit of it. I watched a bit of it before when you had mentioned it at some other point. I watched some of it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, one thing I have, do you, is there scripting to this, like uh, Jerry Springer? Because well, I know part of Jerry Springer is scripted, like m- most of it. What with Or the is this audience, more like well, Maury, where Maury isn't scripted so um, much? Jeremy's scripted on his, you know, the cut two scenes and things, but nobody okay. else is. They do, the people that are on it get paid, but not like Jerry Springer used to do it. And not, they don't right, get okay. paid like more for if they fight on, if they, in fact, yeah, if that, they have that, a fight and it's physical, they get arrested. To... Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> they actually, like Jeremy Cole said, you know, you can't make threats on my stage. If you do, We've got it on video, and we won't hesitate to take it to the police, so you wouldn't get away with it anyway. Like, pack it in, what you're doing. Talk. <laughs> Which is why I like him, but the country tends to not. <laughs> I like him as well. I think he's good. He's doing some yeah. good, oh, considering yeah. these people are out there living to their own devices anyway. Oh, yeah. Their children, at least, get the benefit oh, yeah. of all the therapy. 
what is your pick, Luke? Uh, I'm definitely going American Gladiators. And Tilly? Jeremy Kyle, all the way. I'm going to be the deciding vault. Uh, I'm not that uh, happy about uh, American Gladiators, so it's going to be Jeremy <laughs> Fro disappeared. No, I think, it, I think he just sneezed himself yep, away. Sneezed. I sneezed. <laughs> Do you sneeze and disappear? Is that what happens in Norway? Yep. Sorry. <gasps> yeah. So my pick is going to be Jeremy Kyle. Yay! Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. Sorry, look. I guess it's fine. I mean, American Gladiators is old, uh, but it's old, good. Much older, so it's good. I, yeah, I'd say it's one of the original reality shows. Oh, yeah. So I think it was important to put it on this list. Yeah. Which Hopefully. came first, the British one or the American one? Uh, definitely yeah. the American one. What was the British one called? Couldn't be called. Gladiators. It would be funny Gladiators. if it was Okay. It I would love it if the it was Gladiators. also called American Gladiators. No. Uh, no. No, it's the Gladiators. Uh, okay, last but not least, Survivor, my show against uh, Luke's show, the LG show. Uh, I guess I will go first. Uh, if you've been behind uh, a rock all your life, uh, Survivor is a show where people go to a beach and try to survive with mind games and also starving and they are in teams against each other and they try to win food and y- y- once uh, ep- every episode uh, the losing team has to go to vote one of their uh, contestants of their team out and the winner sits back and can win a million dollars yeah one of the <coughs> best reality shows and, and it's been on for ages and this is one of the first contest type reality yes. shows that was really one of the first got really giant after American Gladiators kind of. Yep. So, um, so what's an the G show, Luke? Ali G show, uh, which uh, Sasha Baron Cohen uh, of many other things fame, mostly Borat, probably for most people, uh, did the Ali G show in what the late nineties, probably um, late nineties, early noughties. Yeah, um, where he plays different characters, kind of. This is where Borat came from and other characters. But the a- Ali G was his hip-hop character who he would go around to people and act like this character to get kind of inside with them and say things that he wouldn't be able to say as a regular interviewer. He would talk to people like uh, in politics and uh, and then do on-the-street interviews and different gags. Um and a lot of, is, is it because he's black and he's a white guy? Right. <laughs> he did a lot of that. Is it because he's black, is it? No, what? What? Just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Freaks everybody out. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. and it, it was also very uh, original. At, at the time, it was something that nobody else had even thought of. So, yeah. But then we'd, well, us in the UK, a lot of us have met that guy. Like not not the actual Ali G, but we've met that guy that wears he wears the Fubu tracksuit. He thinks he's 
you know, gangster and that his dad's from Jamaica, but his both of his parents are completely white and he's got no ties to Jamaica or Africa or any of the things that he's claiming. <laughs> but he's a he's a black man and he's got his African name, if you get what I mean. Uh Tilly. Yes. You first. See, this is hard for me, to be fair. I'm thinking Ali G because it was so so iconic as I was growing up. I never really got in that much into Survivor, although I did find it interesting, like, once. So I'll say Ali G. Okay. I'm going to say Survivor, Luke. I have a hard time with this one, too. Because Survivor is my favorite, like, reality show ever. I've seen every episode. I've also seen every episode of Ali G. But and Ali G show is not quite as good as far as production. Right? Yeah. Jeez, uh, this is hard. Uh, I'm gonna go against my own pick, and I'm gonna pick Survivor. Really? Okay. Yep. Okay. I mean, how many seasons time. Survivor yeah. had over how many oh. seasons oh, Ali G had? So, yeah. Semi-final time. Mythbusters against Robin Big. Attila. Uh, uh, Mythbusters. Luke. I guess I'll go Robin Big. And I'm, we'll go Mythbusters. Yeah, I only went Robin Big, well, because I knew you were gonna go against it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Could uh, be! Yeah, I probably would, uh, yeah, I don't know. If I would go Mythbusters if you weren't, but yeah, I really like both, so it's hard yeah. to say. Uh, two British shows against each other. Uh, An Idiot Abroad against Judge Rinder. Uh, I will go first. An Idiot Abroad. Uh, Luke? Uh, An Idiot Abroad. Yeah, definitely. Philly? Okay, well, as you two have both said that, it doesn't really matter what I say, so I'll say Judge Rinder, just yeah. so he's got a <laughs> So he got, gets a count. Yeah, just just so you know, he doesn't. He might listen and feel sad. We love yeah. you, Robert Render. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Jeremy Carl against Survivor. I guess I will let Tilly go first. Jeremy Kyle, all the way. Luke. Oh, Survivor definitely. I'm going. Oh, this is hard for me. I really like Jeremy Kyle, and I really like Survivor. How many years has Survivor been going? Oh, uh, we are on season uh, uh, two thousand. Yeah, right. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but this is hard for me. I'm so in love with both both things. I see Jeremy Kyle every single day. Uh, me too. <laughs> and I love Survivor. Uh. Do I have to vote? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of makes the game, yeah. <laughs> uh, Survivor. See, the only reason why I'm saying Survivor is that Jeremy Kyle kind of ripped off another... Uh, like, it isn't... Uh, original? Original yeah. enough. Right. To to for me to say 
Jeremy Carter. I would say all okay. three of our finalists are all super original also. So And what a final we have. We have Mythbusters, an idiot abroad, and Survivor. Oh my gosh. That is really good. Yeah. I'm gonna I don't I can't pick one, so I think we're gonna have to go through the contests here. This is this is hard. This is extremely hard. So let's All right. let's do the three finals, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh Miss Busters against uh an idiot abroad first. Uh look. Uh hmm. I guess I'm gonna go I'm having a hard time with this. Uh does anybody else have an answer? Can they yes. come back to me? I do. Okay. I do. Okay, go ahead. Uh Tilly. An idiot abroad. Uh I'm saying Miss Busters. Ah oh, damn. <laughs> 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 <It really helped. laughs> Sorry, Luke. <laughs> that that Same didn't position. that that didn't say and that didn't uh, do anything for you. No, that didn't help. Um, nope. I guess I will go with um, Mythbusters. Okay. Yep. Uh, any idiot abroad against Survivor? Uh, Tilly. An idiot abroad. Uh... I okay. Um, look. Um, now I have something. <laughs> I I really. I guess I'll go Survivor. Yep. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh, I hate you, look. Um, uh, I need you to broad or Survivor. Okay, if I was stranded on the island. With only one show to see. Do I see Survivor or... Would you watch a show about people stranded on an island? (laughs) (laughs) A a help course. Uh, No, but I have to think, oh my gosh, this is hard. (sighs) Survivor. You see Carl's little face. Uh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Actually, I see his cartoon face. I don't see his real face. <laughs> then we have Mythbusters against Survivor. Look. Which basically, so to tell people, we did the three of them. We did the three matchups you can get out of the three yep. different shows. And where we're at right now, Mythbusters won one, Survivor won one. And now we have Mythbusters versus Survivor. Yes. So this is our deciding matchup. This is our deciding matchup. Uh, um, I, I, I actually don't have one. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I'll it's say really, really hard. So, uh, I, saying Mythbusters. Uh, the funny thing is, I'm leaning Mythbusters. And you know why I'm leaning Mythbusters? No. Explosions. Yeah. Explosions, you learn things, myths get debunked. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Mythbusters. I'm going Mythbusters as well. Mythbusters takes the win. Woo! 
just want to cross some custard to it. I, I, I'm happy that Mythbusters won. Not only because it was my pick, but also because it's really a good show. And they've just finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're just, just signing them off nice. It's Survivor gross. versus Mythbusters, that's a hard pick still. I'm, I mean, it's a close second with Survivor, oh, yeah. I'm gonna say that. Oh yeah, I definitely. think, put the two together. <laughs> on an island. On a, they have done that, <laughs> and it's called Duct Tape Island. <laughs> yeah, du- he just goes on an island, and he has to survive on an island oh, with just big, uh, about, as much duct tape as he can uh, get. One of my on. favorite yeah. episodes of My Blasters, by the way. I need to watch that one. Duct Tape Island. It's really, yep. really good. That is a good <laughs> one. Okay. Woo. That was hard. Look. That was a hard one. That was harder than last time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just the show, TV shows are harder than movies, but who knows? I guess we'll see in the future. Maybe. Have you seen a movie this week, talking about movies? Uh, yeah, I finally got around to seeing Deadpool. Have you seen oh, it? Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I have never read any of the comics. Have you read any of the comics or any of the stories yeah. or anything, bro? Either silly. No. Yeah, I'm not a comic guy. So uh, it does a lot of breaking the fourth wall. So I just want to know if anybody out there is listening, they want to send in an email for next week because we didn't get any emails again this week. Uh, I want to know if in the comic book he he turns if there's just a frame in the comic where he just is looking at you and says, yeah, you'll see what happens then on page seven. If he does that in the comic book, I, I'd be surprised, but he maybe he does. I don't know. But that happens a lot in this movie. Uh, Tilly, have you, for some strange reason, seen the movie? No, I uh, I think I overdid it while watching that movie last week. So I thought I'd have a rest from movies this week. <laughs> uh, I watched Point Break this week because I'm a stupid motherfucker that wants to see every stupid movie that I can <laughs> Also because I was curious if it was that bad that uh, Luke said it was. And it is that bad <laughs> that Luke said it was. And I regret seeing it, even that I downloaded it and didn't pay for it a single cent. I, feel I felt cheated and I wanted my money back. It's funny because just yesterday I was thinking about the cliff uh, climbing scene. And, and how they Oof. fall off the waterfall at the end. Was oh. that as bad for you as it was oh, for me? Such a okay. bad... <laughs> it was one of the worst scenes I've seen in a movie in a really long time. Boo. Boo that movie. Boo. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are going to have our movie round. And that means that we are going to hear the trailer for Ten Cloverfield Lane. And I saved your life by bringing you here. And everyone outside of here is dead. What happened to your arm? Were you trying to escape? I was trying to get in. What was that? Quiet. How do you know that this is real? (laughs) We're going to get all the killed! 
Something's coming. Ten Cloverfield Lane. So that was the trailer for Ten Cloverfield Lane. Lane. Uh, Luke, you will start because you have two, you shitter. Uh, well, yeah. Let's start with the description of the sh- the movie, I guess. Sure. Uh, sequel to Cloverfield. Kind um, of. Yeah, kind we'll of. That. We'll get in. We'll definitely get into that in my uh, <laughs> my reviews. I found uh, description. After getting in a car accident, a woman is held in a shelter with two men who claim the outside world is affected by a widespread chemical attack. Um. So that doesn't sound like Cloverfield because Clover- Cloverfield was aliens. So that's not the same. Um, have five million budget was so not much. This is a pretty cheap movie, really, yeah. really cheap, and it it's made a uh, almost twenty five million already <laughs> yeah. in one weekend. So really wow. success. Yep. Uh, what IDMB rating eight eight. Uh, Eight out of ten. Yep. And the uh, tomatoes it, for ninety percent. Ninety yep. I saw ninety one also, but it probably has gone down a little bit since yeah, last time I looked. Ninety percent is high. And there it looks close again. Sorry, I had to cough. Um so I got a couple reviews. I got them off uh the Facebook page, the official movie Facebook page. Okay. So I just went down in uh one of their little uh, posts, and I looked in the comment section of that. I found two. Uh, they're kind of opposing, but they're also a little bit the same. So this guy, Michael Jorgensen, this movie was like seeing your dream car. Let's say a Ferrari. And getting all psyched up about it, and then anticipating to see uh, and seeing the engine, only to open the hood and see a lawnmower engine under under it in its place. The first hour and a half were excellent and mysterious. The final 20 were Tom Cruise summer movie bad. So like the Ferrari, beautiful craftsmanship, but just a frustrating letdown. Uh, And then we have this guy, Chris Glazer. He said, I loved it. I think J.J. should have kept his hands off the film and just kept the original title called The Cellar. Ending was very corny, in, in my opinion opinion also left with a lot of unanswered questions so i guess this movie um was originally supposed to be a movie called the seller and they just threw cloverfield the title over it to uh so it would sell better is what happened Mm. just to let you yep Mm. till i i found um a little review from Omar L, well, a little bit about it, by Omar L on Rotten Tomatoes. He gave it two and a half stars and says, Remember that scene in 2005's War of the Worlds where Tim Robbins plays a conspiracy theorist gunner that ends up sheltering Tom Cruise and Dakota Fanning for a little bit? This movie is basically an extended version of that scene. John Goodman has always had a knack of playing scary authoritative figures, but none with quite as menacing and a little off balance as Howard. But the story raises more questions than it answers, and its connection to Cloverfield is more of a red herring than anything else. As a result, the movie becomes frivolous and consequently unnecessary. Huh. And mine is from Paul Edel, uh, from uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and he gave it half a star. And said, cannot believe the positives for this movie. Really weak all over. 
kept feeling like we're trying to get somewhere, but never developed uh, fully any of the storylines. My feelings about this movie were summed up by Michelle's character, Snare, at the end of the movie. You gotta be kidding. <laughs> so, but, yeah, it, it, I mean, I'm going to, to actually see it this uh, uh, next uh, week because I'm going to uh, my father's for Easter and uh, him and me wants to see it, so I will tell you how it was. Yeah, cool. tell me if it's worth it. Yeah. Well, stay off the Facebook page because people on there love to spoil things, apparently. Because <laughs> it's like every other post is a spoiler. So, <laughs> uh, talking about uh, things that people had the different view views on. Uh, someone really liked Roadblock. They maybe were drunk. Uh, other people didn't really like Roadblock, and were smart. <laughs> so tell me a little about Roadblock, Luke. Right, so we had a lot of extra matches uh, that we didn't predict last week. Yeah. So we're, I think let's just cover the ones that we did. I'm not even going to talk about the other ones because uh, they, they weren't matter. really important anyways. Yeah. Oh. And we'll just say that this was a house show and nothing happened and it was very predictable. Oh, it was. But you can't, you can't say that you didn't, or that you expected Natalia to come out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that happened, I guess. Oh, no, it totally did. Oh, I think I fell asleep. Oh. I was drifting in and out quite a lot, even though it was a Saturday. We went out Friday, oh, so. Such a bad, such bad um, pay-per-view. Uh, I but, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to make Tilly jealous uh, uh, and regret that she was not on the Skype call afterwards. Because I'm going to tell her what we did on the Skype call, and she is going to be really mad that, that she wasn't there. But, uh, oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. But uh, tell us about Roblox, Luke. Right, so I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and this is wrong. Like, really wrong. Uh, But it's Wikipedia, so there you go. But the last match on this says John Zena defeated Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton, Seth Rollins. (laughs) So that didn't happen. I don't think he did. I missed that. (laughs) Uh, Somebody obviously went in there and just changed that for fun, I guess, and nobody's noticed. Oh my gosh, that's There's funny. Just general consensus on Roadblock, then. Uh, nobody noticed, because nobody cares. Like, I had to go back up and look and make sure this was the right year, and then I remembered, wait, there's never <laughs> been another Roadblock paper. No. Ever. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh my gosh. Oh, so, Wikipedia, you're funny. Oh, Wikipedia. <laughs> I guess, uh, what, what did we predict on? I guess we predicted on uh, New Day. Yes. Versus League of Nations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we in predicted a tag on match. And we all we all said New Day. Yep. New Day one. Mm-hmm. Uh we talked uh, revi- uh the revival versus Enzo and Cass, which we all got wrong because we yeah. also said Enzo. Enzo and Cass. <laughs> yep. Um I guess then we did oh Brock Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt. 
was supposed to be the match, but it really wasn't. It was it on here. It says two and one on one handicap match, but I don't know how much I'm going to trust that. But it's basically Luke Harper versus Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar goes over. We all agreed on that, and it was correct. And the last match we said was Triple H versus Dean Ambrose, which is not here, but um, and uh, Triple H went over, and Tilly was the only one. And I believe you just said that to be different, right? Yes. I wanted to be different because we said the same thing on everything, and I didn't want to say Triple H. <laughs> Makes me feel sick, so I'm no. <laughs> so I have right. a question for you. What uh, what happened on that uh, live special event that we needed to see, uh, Luke? When did any title change? No. Did uh, the NXT match went the right way? Did that go the right way? Oh, did, I was gonna say, did it go the did it go right away? Uh, I would say that was a toss up, but I would say it went the wrong way personally. Yeah, yeah. me too. So, why did we need to watch Roadblock? So that we'd stop know. moaning about the writing for Raw and SmackDown? Because we're moaning about the pay-per-views? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, I don't get it. Like, nothing changed, nothing... Yeah, I mean, it was a house show. I mean, is this... I'm, I wasn't paying attention, really, but have they started the free... Uh, free months of... Yes. The network, so maybe yes. this was something to pull in network people. Yeah, I yeah, think but, that's probably but, why they did this. Yeah, try and get them in pre-mania, post-fastlane. Yeah, exactly. But, Which they're doing free mania this year for yeah. people. So, but not nothing changed and nothing progressed. No, it was entirely no. pointless. It was extremely pointless. And obviously, I not mean, like I, as well. The one thing that happened is they wanted. It seemed like they wanted to show people who maybe have never seen Triple H wrestle, I guess. Yeah. Because they just started watching wrestling this year, maybe. So point them uh, to YouTube. <laughs> or, yeah, I guess... Look at yeah. him when he was good. Or, or do like a package of your shows. Raw yeah. the night after. Or the Monday after. Yeah, I mean, I they could have just done that. That would have made more sense than to have to do this whole shabazz where they had to... Where nothing happened, like you said. So, yeah. it's his match against Dolph Ziggler on Raw was actually really good. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. It was all right. I enjoyed it. Raw was a little weird for me. Uh, can we talk about the Triple H promo real quick? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the worst promo ever. I don't think it was the worst promo ever. I just think that is that was real. That was like. Yeah. That's actually what they think, you know what I mean? I I could sense that that is actually just how he feels, and he was yeah. just saying what he feels. Uh, not really cutting a heel promo, but that's how it came. That's how it comes off, because that's how it is, you know? Uh, so what did they say to people that don't watch Raw? Right, so he basically said uh, the audience is a bunch of losers. He's basically calling people out for being armchair quarterbacks and not... Uh, Going with what the what the storyline is and disagreeing with it. So, like we said earlier, basically, he's mad at the crowds for uh, 
not going with what they have planned, basically. So he's and mad at the crowds for reacting to his bad job. Exactly, and then in the middle, in the middle of the promo, he's he's. I mean, you could tell where he's he was saying what was coming off of his chest and and just right out of his mind, and then he went to, uh. And that's why you guys cheer Dean Ambrose, and that's why you guys cheer Roman Reigns. And then you heard booze, massive booze, and he just looks around like, oh, crap. (laughs) Oh, yeah, was it Jericho on um, Roadblock? It was either Roadblock or Smackdown before Roadblock. And he came out and he was talking about him and AJ. And uh, he kept having a go at the crowd for chanting for AJ, and they were all shouting, Y2J. Sorry, I just, right. I just reminded oh, me that. that was Roadblock. The, th- the thing was about it? Roadblock, we had uh, Chris Jericho versus Jack Swagger, right? <laughs> but this was in Toronto, Canada, and Jericho is playing the heel, and Swagger, the all-American American, is playing the face. Yeah. And somehow they didn't know that Chris Jericho was going to get cheered and Jack Swagger was going to get booed. So how, how did Jericho not know? Yeah, and while he was saying it, there's yeah, like one part where he actually said something that fit in, um, and that was blatantly off script. And it was just just do the whole thing off script. They're not playing that way. You've got to go with the crowd. You can't tell the crowd that you're supposed to be entertaining. Which way things are going to go, unless you're taking them. You can't just tell them. It doesn't work right. that way with audiences. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> well. I guess that was the paper, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank God we uh, didn't yeah, pay for and it. Yeah, a little bit of Raw. I mean, the nothing big on the ending of Raw again. I'm still waiting for something big to happen, but we've got a few matches booked for Mania at this point, so. Mm. Are you excited for Mania? Uh, it's a little ho-hum. I mean, I'm always excited for Mania just because it's like that big event where, you know, you go get some pizza or some chicken wings or something and you... Make a big deal out of it, whether it's a big deal or not. So, kind of like the Super Bowl. A lot of times, the Super Bowl is a really crappy game. How, how are you going to watch... But people make a big deal about it anyways. How are you going to watch Mania this year? Uh, probably at home. We'll probably be on the Skype call again. Yeah. So. I might even have plans for this Mania. Really? Yeah, there's a um, pub in Coventry that stays open till like half six seven in the morning basically until it finishes our time and airs it live and they they stay open they get an extra extended license so they can stay open for it so we might go over there yeah that sounds cool yeah people are trying to book monday off work we can get a hotel pretty cheap so could be a good night yeah uh at least it's going to be better than this week's episode of american crime story did you think this was as bad as last week? No. definitely no, not as bad as last week. No. Good. But this was like a huge step up, yeah. Yes, but I still had problems with it. Yeah, it's not back up to the level it was at before. No. By any stretch. No. Because that one episode really threw off the whole feeling of the show, because that one episode was so amazing, and now... I mean, this episode was nothing terrible, but it definitely did not... Uh, Get up to that level. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And since since we are drawing a little long, we are we we are going to do this 
and not as detailed uh, as we usually do. Well, this is our last segment. We got a few minutes left. We're we're, we're pretty much on time, so we should. Okay. Be good. Yep. Okay. Um. So, uh, uh, what I I find conf- I I I didn't like this episode because I found it confusing. I I thought it was a little much back and forward on this episode. Uh, would you agree with that, or what do you mean by back and forward? Well, you mean they went, they told you one thing, and then it something else happened, or what do you mean? Well, what I mean, it it, it felt like we saw a little of this, then we suddenly saw something else that didn't really fit with the other thing, and well, then we didn't really get that. Uh, the, uh, it was taking things from all the other episodes. And this episode definitely had bits and pieces from all the other yes. stories that have been told. Yeah. Where last story, everything was just focused on Marshall Clark. Yeah. This episode, which at least that was one thing that made me happy about this episode, it didn't just jam one thing in your face the whole time. It was a whole bunch of, of the story going yeah, on. Yeah, there's only maybe seven minutes of Marshall Clark and what's-his-face looking at each other silently without saying anything. I thought this episode Which, went by really quickly for me as far as, like, watching it, so... Oh, yeah. Yep. Maybe it was just me that didn't like this stuff. Yeah, maybe you were in a mood or something. Who knows, but... Uh, it's, but it's, not the, it's an alright episode, but not compared to the other good episodes. It's just sort of all Definitely right not. The awful but this one. one was definitely setting a lot of the groundwork for the trial. It was a lot of trial talk, so it was a yeah. little bland. Definitely a little bland. And the glove didn't fit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you destroyed... You destroyed the ending of the episode. What? But, yeah. uh, We start with uh, Marshall Clark uh, finally uh, not having any more curls. Yeah, that looks a lot better. Oh, she looks so much better. That was what I thought the hairdresser was going to do in the first place. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Then we see Johnny Cochran... uh, uh, Focusing on that they uh, took uh, O.J. Simpson first. Then we see something that I didn't remember from the book. Kind of a focus group, would you call them them, of lawyers? Oh, no, these are uh, student lawyers. Okay. And this is the guy who was working with Johnny Cochran and them earlier, remember? Yes, he was, like, I remember him. Advice on, yeah, but I yeah. don't remember this from the book. Oh, definitely not. This is something else, but this is just... Him teaching a class, so these are just student students, and he's yeah. showing them. Yeah, and but he came comes up with a strategy that he sends a fax of, and it says, "What does it say on the fax, Luke?" <laughs> I couldn't re- really read the part. I mean, it says Johnny, and then it says uh, a lady's name. I think didn't it say Cartel? Right? Yes, it says. Uh, um, Latin uh, cartel or something. See, I paused it a couple times and I couldn't see what it said. So I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I I guess from what he was on about, from where it went after that and what was said about the... um, What was it called? Colombian necktie. That's it. Well remembered. Right. Yeah. (laughs) We don't remember them. Yeah. So they they talk a lot about uh, the Colombian cartel. Suddenly, so they're trying to find like uh, what should they're I say? creating a narrative yeah. that will that c- 
can give uh, reasonable doubt in the in the court in the right. jury's eyes, basically. Yeah. I like this. Um, uh, so we have them uh, discussing and arguing about uh, what to do. The district attorneys. Uh, then we see Johnny Cochran getting extremely mad because some of his ex-wives gets on TV and talks talks badly about him. Even though he'd spoken to her, was it last episode or the episode before? Because he rang his wife, didn't he? his ex-wife, didn't he, and sort of said, you know, yeah, I, all the I think that was from the him. end of an episode before, because everything was. Yeah, it had to have been an episode before. Yeah. yeah. But I remember that, yeah. Yeah. But uh, but she basically says that he assaulted her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ruining his character a bit. Being a bad man. Yeah. Uh, the next uh, important thing that happens is uh, uh, Johnny Cochran holding the press conference kind of out of the, the trial. Outside the trial area, mm-hmm. and uh, the lovers, as I call them, in <laughs> my uh, in my notes now, because that's what Which they are, are. Christopher Darden and Marcia Clark. Yes, for some reason. Yep. <laughs> but we don't know war lovers and don't think war war lovers even. I as haven't found anything about it. I looked. No. I tried to look a little bit, and I saw nothing. So I have no idea. Uh, I think they just put it in to keep the people that wanted a romantic interest in there happy. I guess so, yeah. And he's like, well, you've got to have some kind of love story line, underlying underneath it. They were like, the first bunch of episodes, they brought in people with the Kardashians, apparently, and then they tried to <laughs> keep up with this love story, because we haven't seen any more of the Kardashian kids in many episodes. Oh, yeah, so. they weren't in this episode either. Or the last one. Yeah. So. Well, there's one good thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then uh, Johnny Cochran gets in an argument with his real wife. I put that. His new wife. New wife. Yeah. That was his ex-wife. That. The one that was doing the awkward flirting with him a few episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh, but she's cuter. I like her. Yeah, when uh, they're not being awkward and sexy. Sorry. It's all right. When they're not being awkward and sexy together, she's all right. Yes. <laughs> An argument is not awkward or sexy. I don't have. I I can't remember. I had one argument with my ex-wife that I thought, "Ooh, this is awkward and sexy." <laughs> <laughs> Arguing all kinds of wrong. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I like. I put down here. This is one of the things that made me dislike this. Uh, episode is what's coming up now because mm-hmm. uh, this this like battering between uh, John Travolta and David Schimmer uh, uh, do you remember this from the book look? Um, no but this isn't from the book definitely I mean this whole part with uh, John Travolta's character at like, kind of being an ass. 
I, yeah, oh, I mean, trying to save his own skin, kind of, because yeah. the whole thing is he's afraid, he has a lot of connections in the LAPD, and the way Johnny Cochran is going, and the way this case is going, they're trying to make the LAPD look bad and racist, and he doesn't want his connections to get ruined with the LAPD, and he's also mad from earlier when he got taken off of the uh, main uh, lawyer, and Johnny Cochran was put in as head 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 attorney. So this whole story of the Johnny Cochran versus John Travolta uh it's got it, it probably happened but it's definitely from some other book or something like that. So Yeah, and it makes David Schremer look for a gun. Right, because he is he tells him that he knows that he took this bag which earlier in the show it was OJ was like, hey, can you get a bag for me? And David Schwimmer took it to his house. And then uh, John Travolta's character basically tells him, hey, what if the weapon's in there? You just removed evidence. You're now uh, an accomplice. But he was basically just trying to get David Schwimmer out of the room so that he could try to work Johnny Cochran. So, yeah. And then we get uh, one of the favorite scenes of this episode. Uh, Johnny Cochran, uh, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, John Travolta uh, going against R.J. Simpson in jail, talking about, uh, like, uh, he, uh, like the old stuff. Like, they fighting, like, about trial strategy this late. Well, yeah, he still wants to be head attorney. Like I said, this whole thing is him, his insecurities of he wants to be the top dog, and he's not. Um, yeah, which we kind of, they, they even set that up a little bit in the first episode um, when he was in that restaurant, and all of his friends are around him, and he's telling the stories, and everybody's laughing, even though the stories aren't funny. Uh, and then he gets the phone call. This whole thing, they've kind of set him his character up as the pompous, jerk who just wants to be the top dog all the time. So that's how they're setting up the character. Uh, then Marsha go- Clark goes to a party with her boyfriend. Oh, they are so cute together. See, I could have sworn last episode that they said that they slept together, but apparently they haven't. Yeah. Did they say the what? I missed that. I, last episode, I, I just kind of... I could swear that as well. I mean, when he came, when she, she came off the elevator, yep. and he's doing the song yep. about "Let's Get It On" song. I mean, that why would you sing "Let's Get It On" to somebody unless that's because you know he fancies her, and they had a, yes. a nice sort of little dance in the office the night before. If there they? was a guy who fancied you and he just said started singing "Let's Get It On," isn't that a little? That's Dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's Dick all over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then, never mind. Maybe just me. <laughs> I am a weirdo. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, all this I find extremely boring. Like this, this is the boring part of this episode. This party. Well, they're Again, the they're trying to. This is, this is the only part in this episode where they try to make her look good, kind of, because they make her look smarter than everybody else in the bar. That was the point of the scene. Yeah, and also showing that that uh, they making theories about like how the gloves came to OJ. I I found that kind of funny. 
Yeah, and talking so openly about the case that's in the middle of happening. Yeah, they would. In a bar. In the middle of a bar. Yeah, right. they yeah. would never ever do that in real life. No. Here's all but this really inter- sensitive information. It was interesting how they kind of, this scene also tried to put across, like, all the information that says there's no way this could have been a conspiracy. Uh, and they really lay it out uh, piece by piece. So that was interesting about this scene. Yeah, yeah. but I, I found this whole thing boring. Uh, then we see an awkward goodnight scene. <laughs> this, this is that so seven awkward. minutes I was saying about. It was really awkward. It's Did you so notice? Awkward. Did you notice how they keep kept saying the na- the uh, the number of the hotel room? No. Oh, awkwardly, this is my number. It's oh, yep, this is yep, me. my room's three eleven. This is me right here, number three eleven, room three eleven. They kept <laughs> saying it over and over again in the scene, and it was even on the door on the wall. Do you know? Have you guys ever heard three eleven? Uh, what that means? No. It's like a uh, code for uh, the Ku Klux Klan. Because <laughs> K, K is the eleventh letter of the alphabet. Three oh. K. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Very strange, I thought. Very strange. I just, I thought she, because she's she's a brilliant actress. She really is. Oh, um, she's. And you know, amazing in American Horror Story and everything. And yeah. even in this bit, although I didn't think it needed to be in this series, yeah, she acted that well. Yeah, you know the sort of her disappointment when he goes to walk away. Yes, but the the lingering for that long was gross. There was no need yeah. for that. Nope. We're just gonna stand really close to each other's face. It would have been all right for like a second, and then he walked away. Like it didn't have to be there for two and a half, three minutes, whatever it was. And then maybe the maybe yeah. this story is just using this like it it just going to stick with like the uh the feeling of tension between them and we're never going to get any actual physical contact and then they can just say oh well yeah it never happened but we kind of just use that narrative for the Well story. especially mm-hmm. when when he goes against her but we will talk more about that Okay uh, then we get the awkward scene, uh, talk about what happened last night in the office. And I was like, oh, please, why? Why is this so freaking important? <laughs> Can you please explain well, yeah, to me? It, it also just set up for the fact that he wanted OJ to put on the glove. Yeah, that's where the scene was really about, so... Yeah, and that she she didn't think it was a good idea, did she? <laughs> Smart woman. <laughs> she's clever now. She's got straight hair. Yeah, it's clever a... lady, just silly bold man. Then John Travolta goes and destroys evidence. I put down. I would this actually be a thing he could be jailed for? For I think well, it must be. The thing is, that was the actual glove that was at the crime scene. Those were extra gloves. Those were the. Remember, she bought two pairs of gloves for him. So what, the other set is the non-bloody no, set. No, no, no. Yes, I, no, no. He, no. The one he no, puts they, on. No, I thought they got some that were exactly the same. Yes, that's what happened. Right. But the the thing is, look, when when. Uh, OJ tries another pair of gloves in the book, uh, not in the series. It fitted, and that, and he did that in the trial as well. And 
the reason why it didn't fit John Travolta was because it was uh, 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 those soaked in in something. Yes, but what we're talking about is the two gloves that are sitting up on the stand, which John Travolta puts one of them on. Earlier in this episode, they even say that their big break, Marsha Clark's big break, and the reason they're going to break this case is because right. his wife bought two sets of gloves. I know, him. but the other yeah. f- the <laughs> other one fits Audrey. I'm telling you. They buy, yeah, they buy other gloves in the future, but that's not in this episode. Okay. Correct. Yep. That was the same size. Uh, yeah, but the glove that John Travolta puts on is not the bloody glove, is my point. This is just what I'm saying. So he's not destroying it. Are you, are you sure? Yes. Okay. I I'm not sure, but I I trust it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, then we see see Natalie going to him and I'm like, ah, if you don't put on the gloves, I will do it. So it's kind Which of Apple Bailey, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's so he's trying to take trigger this into his head. Uh, so they got a lot of glove to- talking, um, with, uh, the attorneys and the judge, and, uh, finally, he says, well, can OJ please fit, uh, try to fit it on? And we see that he tries to fit it on, and it doesn't fit! And he's, okay. yeah, and, Christopher Darden obviously is trying to get him to put his hand in different positions, and he thinks that OJ is, uh, you know, is acting, basically. Yeah, but he isn't. But he does manage to hold a marker. OJ does, when, he, when Christopher Darden gives him a, mar- a marker to hold. Yeah, He right, holds it you, and hands it back to him. But you see how upset and angry Marsha Clark is. Oh yes, this is a woman Not only just a woman, but a woman that said No, we're not doing this, and then it gets done anyway And it goes exactly how she expects it (laughs) She is livid Oh yes Yeah, because earlier they had agreed not to do it And he basically got tricked by Ethley Bailey into this Yeah, and I I put out No more sex for this guy Ever (laughs) Yeah, and the thing about the holding the marker Is they uh, John Travolta uh, objects to it, and it and they so they remove it from the record. So that wasn't. Oh, okay. It wasn't. It, but yeah. If looks could kill it, it would kill Darden. <laughs> because Marsha Clark looks at him like he would kill him. Yeah, and then we get Darden looking. But who is he calling? Uh, the oh. Goldmans. Yeah. Uh, the parents from, right, from the first episode. Yeah. And he's watching two TVs at once, and one has CNN on it, and did you see what he was watching on the other TV? No. No. It was Christopher Hitchens. Was it? Yeah. Cool. Very strange. I don't know who that is. Uh, Uh, famous, famous atheist, yeah. Oh. Cool. Yeah. And that uh, there we go out of this not good episode, and I am worried about the last episode. Yeah, is oh. it, who's it written by? Like, 
Who's, we who's have two, done mo- two more episodes, right? Oh, two yeah. more episodes. Okay. Yep. Thought, um, and are there different writers than the two that we've just watched? Yeah, let me check so. it out real quick. I have it right here. Just gotta scroll down. Fingers um, crossed, Fro. Yeah, so so yeah, this episode was written uh, by the same person who wrote the last episode. Like I said last week, this next episode is written by the same person who wrote episode five, which was our really good. Was hey. the really good episode? Yeah. So um, let's so holy, you're not gonna believe this. I didn't see this until now. But that episode is called Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. <laughs> episode six is the title on Wikipedia is Marsha, Marsha. We were going to name the our show that last week. Yep. Yeah. That yep. was our uh, one of the names we would thought about. So yep. funny. That's funny. So, yeah, two more episodes. The next mm-hmm. one is written by the guy who did the good episode, um, directed by the same person as this episode. And then we have the final episode, which was written by the people who wrote the first two episodes and good. directed by the same guy. So Okay. Yep. So weird how they've done it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, this is old school uh, television is where you have multiple writers for uh, Yeah, but still, it feel, felt like another show. Yeah, it feels disjointed. You it could, d- yeah, it does. You can tell. That one episode especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It flagged it up to everything. And now we're completely aware for the rest of the series. Yeah. Which they I'm looking at the do. ratings right here. This is kind of interesting. The first uh, episode got a five one, uh, five five point one million viewers U.S. Um, and that really bad episode, last episode, got um, a three. Even though the episode before that got a uh, two two seven. So oh. it, that episode actually went up in. View, uh, viewers somehow. Very strange. Maybe it was bad weather or something, so people stayed in that normally go out. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll catch I this. Uh, uh, when I was watching uh, Jeffrey Tubin on the news, uh, the, they even mentioned it, like they, they plugged it on the news program, so it was interesting. Hmm. Uh, still, still not happy about this episode. I guess yeah, it was definitely better than the last one, like we said. Oh, yeah. Not as definitely. great as other episodes, but looks like for the next two episodes, we're, we're gonna it's gonna get at least according to the writers and directing, it Yay. looks like it'll get better. So yay, that's both that. Have you read anything this week, Tilly? I know it's almost. Stupid. I actually have. <gasps> what and you've um, highly embarrassed me. I hope my neighbors weren't listening. Because I was listening to uh, Twist Me, <laughs> and I had it on my, because um, I was just wandering around listening to it in my bedroom and stuff on my iPad, went into my kitchen, plugged it into my speakers, because I've got my washing machine going, opened the window because I was cooking bacon, and it goes into quite, it's a bit raunchy, yes. I'll say that. Like to, I, do, to, I don't mind the horror graphicness of all the blood and everything, no. but the um, the detail... <laughs> And how sensual everything is. Yep. I, I got I went very red and had to pause it and <laughs> put Jeremy Kyle on instead. But did it, you are you liking it? Yeah. Good. Yeah, well, I'll be listening more, but maybe not that loud. <laughs> <laughs> but I've gone through the first like three chapters, I think. I'm really happy that you like it. Yeah. Yay. Uh, what about you, Luke? Uh, still working on Helter Skelter. I really didn't listen too much this week, I don't think. Okay. I think I l- listened mostly last week. So, um, I just got into the second part. So, 
hopefully be able to do a little review when I finally get done. It's, like I've said, massively long. But, uh, if anybody out there wa- wants to get a free book from our Audible trial, this is one, probably a good one because it's really long. So it's a good one to pick for your free book if you want. Where should uh, they Helter go? Skelter. Uh, AudibleTrial.com forward slash another cid- digital citizen. Or uh, I kind of messed that up. Tilly, want to say it? <laughs> yeah. AudibleTrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. <laughs> Even I got my tongue tied then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and we do have an email address. We do. As, as we're doing these. It's um, another digital citizen at gmail.com. We'd really like some correspondence or some stupid questions or anything. Well, yeah, we, I didn't tell Tilly why, why she would be mad that she wasn't on the Skype call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what we did on the Skype call uh, uh, for three, almost two hours? No. What oh, yeah. We, we, we played Pointless. <gasps> no yep. way! Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe I we had that. so much fun playing Pointless. It's it was, good, isn't it? Oh, we had so much fun. Especially Dan had a bit of an advantage being the British man. Yes. He is, but, uh, it was yeah, fun. It was, it was awesome, though. Uh, yeah. Get a bunch of people together and play it. it uh, suggested to anybody out there, actually. Pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. You can buy the uh, board game as well. Yeah, and that. It's yet to happen. But and that. Uh, and the, oh, and the app as well. Yeah. I didn't know there was an app. Oh, that might happen. I have that. <gasps> oh, dear. You I might lose it me. On. It's going to be pocket mortis all over again. <laughs> uh, it costs a little money, but it's worth it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we didn't talk about what I read this week. I called, uh, I, I read Occult Assassin Dark Missions. Uh, Book one to three. I I uh, uh, bought uh, the uh, like uh, I read one of the books in the Occult Assassin series, and uh, I I now bought the the whole thing underneath one like big pack, and it's fourteen hours and forty seven minutes. And it's really good books, by the way. Right, it'd have to be for you to get the whole, all the everything. Yeah. So, that was one of the things that I bought. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug, uh, Luke? Uh, just West Coast Wrestling Connection. Go check out the YouTube page. It's fun. I know a really nice guy that works for them. Uh, what about you, Tilly? Uh, no, not really. No? Not got much. Although I have been on an animal rescuing binge this week, so maybe if anybody sees any kind of mistreatment of animals or anything, think about me and then report it to whoever you're supposed to report it to. Too many people not reporting things. I agree. And I want to plug myself. <laughs> Phrasing. You know what? <laughs> I I'm I'm working on a really secret project uh, with someone else. Oh yeah. Yes, and 
I know that there will be another podcast coming out with me in it. And it's all about South Park. Ooh. Yes. Do you like South Park? Yeah. When's the new series? Or the rest of this series? Is it? Yeah, it's, 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 it's ended this series. Yeah. Uh, I'd really like this series. Um, but, um, this season, sorry. But yeah, we are going to talk about every single episode. So we are starting with episode one. Uh, Cartman gets anal, an anal probe. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. I've just started rewatching them all. Yeah. So you you can follow along there. So it's going to be me and uh, Bill uh that you probably know from Smart Wrestling Fan. And oh, we he was on um Let's Talk then. Oh, yeah. Or twice, oh, yeah. I believe. And, so and he has anybody listen to Let's Talk then? Yeah. Yeah. And he has his own uh, podcast uh the scoreboard. One of my uh, really good favorite uh uh, podcasts about wrestling I've been on there But yeah, me and Bill uh, Are going to talk about every single episode of uh, uh, South Park So that's going to be interesting Yep, coming soon More, to, more on soon. that soon Yeah yep. So, I want to plug me Haha <laughs> <laughs> uh, Next week uh, We are going to talk about news from the week we're going to talk about three to five things we want to see more of. That could be candy that has gone out of production. It could be TV shows that have gone out of production. It could yeah, be toys, uh, food, toys, it's games. It's basically things we miss. Yeah, things we miss. Yep. Uh, another digital review is going to talk about... The Divergent series, Allegiant, the, the last uh, movie. Uh, spoiler alert, it didn't get really good reception in Norwegian newspapers. Um, <laughs> Total uh, spoiler there for us. <laughs> yeah, really spoiler. Um, and Music Massacre is going to uh, be also Dubadi Badai. Um, and... Um, we're going to talk about American Crime Story episode eight, next to last episode. So I guess do you have anything you want to say, Luke? Uh no, I think we're good for this week. Um Yep. So have a good week everybody. See you next yeah. week. Goodbye. Goodbye everybody. Bye everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye.